With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're on. We're on. Like, That's it. Like recording now. Did... This is happening now. Episode 138. Jesus Christ. God almighty. 138 episodes. I spoke to somebody today and they mentioned the podcast. I didn't. But how they mentioned it was, oh, I didn't know you were still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, still doing that? Really? Yeah. I don't know. Three years. Three years. And you're still in the same situation? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, that's, that's lovely. That's, you know, good for you. <laughs> You have you have a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's actually a viable business to some people. To some people, yeah, it is. <laughs> to you, it's a hobby. To some people, <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, your five-a-side team on a Tuesday night is not a viable professional outfit. He's like, it's not really trials for my night, is it? You shut your fucking mouth. Right. Well, you know, someday, someday I'm gonna be what? What are you gonna be? Someday I'm gonna be earning. So much money, you're gonna be so, you're gonna be jealous and crying. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Like there's there's podcasts that haven't got a fraction of the number of episodes we have, and they're rolling in Scrooge McDuck volumes of gold. <laughs> That's because it's because what we're told it's like you pick something that people like, yeah. and you know about, or you're willing to research, yeah, and you, like you'll just you'll instantly be a hit. And we went with. Ah, we're silly. Ah, we're silly. <laughs> just ah, people. People are like ah. Who wants me to say this? Ah, we've loads of saying this. Yeah, but this is Matt and Adam saying this. But which, you, you don't have that saying this. Which, which kind of brings me around to to a suggestion. How about we cut out the silliness and just talk serious news? Serious news. So I brought blazers for us to wear. <laughs> That's going to look really well on a radio show. Yes. Well, it'll give us a sense of. Uh, Gravitas Gravitas And pump <laughs> Like have you ever watched Wait like, no I've actually I walked on Love your uh, suggestion What is your actual suggestion I just said Oh are you doing serious um, Oh yeah oh, we, we, we should probably Change your name Oh to something That people will know Yeah well you see Something you see The whole thing about podcasts Is that People usually pick one subject Yes That they either know about Or yes. enjoy Yes And then They put a name up there That mm-hmm. gives you know, potential a listeners clue. And a clue as to what the, the podcast is about. Yes. Whereas right now, people are skimming past our artwork and all the podcast apps and iTunes, Spotify going, I don't fucking know. <laughs> What's that about? What's that about? I'm looking at that. Because if they want a movie podcast, they'll, they'll, they'll put it in the search bar movies. Right. Although after doing this for three years. Yeah. And we have, oh God, I'd say we have about what, four, five listeners. At least <laughs> four. I mean, like... Want to be upset or want to be confused if we change our name? I don't know. Podcasts do it all the time. You know, yeah. N- Nerdist did it. 
What are they now? They're ID ten T, which when you look at it, it looks like idiot. <laughs> Those kids are genius. Uh, Kevin Smith's recently done it with um, Fat Man and Batman. Now he's Fat Man Beyond. But, uh, see, I, I, the people you're talking about, how many listeners do they have? Ah, uh, yeah, but how do they get those listeners? Well, Kevin Smith makes movies. <laughs> Make movies. <laughs> um, movies. Chris Hardwick did lots of stuff. Okay, so is that is that the next uh, project? We're going to have to wait until after the... Um... We'll wait until after the, the live show in the Soundhouse, part of DublinPodcastFestival.com, where tickets are available for our live show on October the 4th. That's not even recorded, people. Seamless. That, that is not even recorded. Seamless. Jesus, you don't know how lucky you have it with us. <sighs> Seamless. Now that we're the hedgehogs. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm spitballing here. <laughs> well, uh, my lovely and beautiful wife suggested Control-Alt-News. Control-Alt-News. Except somebody probably not as beautiful and lovely as her already thought of that. What about send news <laughs> oh, uh, we shouldn't be saying it now. People are now going, yeah, that's yeah. not copyrighted. We're taking that. Well, you see, the, the Control Alt News is a French show that hasn't published in the last 12 weeks, and their entire episodes are like two to three minutes long. So I reckon we could just usurp that. I don't, oh, oh God. <laughs> you know, what's going to do? Send us an angrily worded French letter. I love we got sued for everything. <laughs> like, what happened there? What happened with. <laughs> I thought we were all cool. We wouldn't even know we were getting sued. We just think it was a, it was it was a, some French fan. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, look at that. They're a fan. Oh. <laughs> and we're just so racist. <laughs> yeah. Baguette. <laughs> Bibliotech. <laughs> Discotheque. Um, rhyming. Yeah, so uh, I was going to put it out there to the squaddies who won't be squaddies anymore. No, you'll be hedgehogs. Hedgehogs. Huggies. Um, <laughs> If you've got a suggestion of a name that would let potential listeners know what we do, because we, we always introduce ourselves as a comedy news podcast. Yeah. So if you've got a suggestion for a name, throw them into us. Spitball, let's workshop it. Yeah. With some new names. I love what you say that spitball, but we're actually saying, you do the work and we'll pick one. No, because it could be like, you know, we, we could at least get, you know, I, I have full, full confidence that we're going to get at least two suggestions. And uh, yeah, I'll say we get two. Including the one we've already got. I don't think we'll go ahead, Chugs. Uh, probably not, and you know, we can put them together, or we can. You know, it might it might springboard to other ideas. Yeah, yeah, you know. But if you have a name that is so spectacularly fantastic, and that we can have, and that nobody nobody already has, what you can do for the first episode of the new name show is pick all the content that we have to talk about. Ah, oh, you wonder though. Could they be arsed? <laughs> it's like, here's your name, lads. You're now called the pencils. That is fantastic. Fantastic. So, what are we going to talk about? Oh, lads, I don't give a fuck. I, don't, Just, I really Jesus, don't care. Do I really what you do. Don't care. <laughs> um, or we'll record uh, your voicemail message. That would be brilliant. That would be entertaining for you and nobody else because nobody would know who was talking to you. Ah, sure. We'll give it a whole fucking thing. Anyway, I feel like we've spoken for a really long time and haven't actually done anything yet. No, I think we did really well. We promoted the live show with the festival. We're talking about a different name, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. I'm just so excited about changing something. Yeah. Because I haven't changed my underwear in, like, I'm guessing nine days. Nine days. You turn it inside out and wear it back to front and then put it back again. <sighs> Couldn't even be ours. Just the same way. Yeah. Just slipping on down and up, down and up, down yeah. and up until I pierce a hole and it's somewheres. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know what? Just, 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 uh, yeah. Well, I just, uh, just, just, uh, do the thing. All right. Yeah. Episode 138, the Hedgehogs. Oh. <laughs> may or may not continue to call call Hedgehogs. <laughs> we are Pod Squad. My name is Matt. And I am Adam. And we are a comedy news podcast. And every week we look at some weird and unusual news from around the internet. And we take a deeper dive into, uh, I suppose, what are factors around those stories. And then we do weekly WASW updates, which is a big event from history. And we look at the news that was lost around that event. And then at the end I do, is it a poop or is it a scoop? Or is it a scoop or is it a poop? Nobody knows. Nobody knows except for Matt. Except for me. And for this, the rest of the world. This, this week's is really hard. Because <sighs> that's, that's not really got me. Like, it's all about, I'll put it this way, the same word, the, 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 the same subject is mentioned in all three headlines. Oh, it's like, an octopus did this, or an octopus did this, or an octopus did that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he did the first one. No, he didn't. He did the second one. You're stupid. <sighs> Oh, see, I don't know when you like, just well, do that to me. Well, I just go, you're stupid. Well, actually, there could be octopuses involved. Octopi. Octopi? Octopies. Mm-hmm. Involved. And then, uh, of course, when we're finished here, then we're going to go across and uh, record stuff for our Patreon. Yeah. Which you can support at patreon.com forward slash pod squad. And for X amount of monies a month, you can either get a mention, like our supporters already, Mr. Kevin Fagan and Mr. Mason Sloan. Hey, the boys. The boys. And uh, we're going to experiment with recording on video, which is just for Patreon again. But uh, head over there, and, and if you want to support us, do so. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's podsquad at gmail.com, at Twitter, at Facebook, all those jazzy places. And you get to say where you get podcasts. Sorry, sorry. That's just, just kind of like a real kind of a... Yeah, so do it. Yeah, sorry, so, it's uh, a little, little so, tickle. Uh, shut the fuck up and do it. Okay. I'm, I'm weekly, weird, update. I also should mention that this week we're going to be featured in Pure M magazine. <gasps> what is that, Matthew? Tell us what Pure M magazine is all about. Let me Google Pure <laughs> M magazine. A good friend, Paddy Dunn. Paddy Dunn, friend of the show, uh, Pure M Zine. And he's been special guest on a number of occasions. Yeah. Uh, PureMZine.com. We're going to be featured in there. He interviewed us uh, in the lead up to the Dublin Podcast Festival.com where you can get tickets forward slash Soundhouse. It's not Forest House Soundhouse. No, it's not. It's uh, Soundhouse, 4th of October. Tw- be there. 2018. We're going to be there. Is yeah. it, we're going to be there. I, th- I think I got my time zone. I think it was the same 9 o'clock, but I think it's actually half 7. Um, I think it was like 19.30. Yeah, half 7 till like half seven till probably 10 past 8 when we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when we fly through all of our content and have to leave early. <laughs> half 7 till quarter to 8 when we get booed <laughs> off and going, geez, what is this crap? Who knows us here? No one. Actually, it'll be it'll be twenty past seven till half seven when they look at the ticket sales and go, "Do you know what, lads? We're just going to call it." <laughs> Actually, a band's ready to go on. A whole band, they're just going to wheel on. Even the drummer, he's ready to rock. Oh. And a DJ to follow. We have to book the DJ because you're just shit. Yeah. Well, can we stay? No, that's just. It's better if you just leave. Uh, but check us out in puremzine dot com. Uh, we'll be featured there this week. But uh, I suppose we'll crack on with the weekly updates. So, what we do here is, if you're new to the show. We pick a weird story from around the internet and all those kind of weird sites and 
see what tickles us and have a have a have a deep dive into the story. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first? I will. Right. Plastic tunnel outside Sainsbury's is voted town's best tourist attraction. <sighs> I mean, what's going on in your town if that's your best tourist attraction? Oh, because you see, in, in, in the town, uh, like, like, I mean, the, the town we're in. Neither one of us is big fans of the town we're in. No, but it is in a historical part of the country. I was surrounded by stuff steeped in it. Like today, I said we were just up at the Hill of Slane. Yeah, looking at the ruins. Yeah. I work in Slane. You work in Slane, and then you got the Hill of Tara, and you got there's loads of hills and loads of castles. Hills, castles, cairns, and um, which are just stones and 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 cranogs. <laughs> God, wattle and daub, <laughs> burial chambers. And uh, you have a, it's not a, what's it called, what's it called, what's it called, Newgrange, the solstice thing. Yeah, and the Nout and Doubt right beside it. All that jazz and fairy trees and fairy rings and... Lots happening. Fairy so, dicks. So, but it was exactly, <laughs> exactly that reason this this story caught my eye. Because yeah. if you think of all the history, like we have Newgrange, which is like, it predates the, the pyramids, mm-hmm. one of Western Europe's most historical, you know, significant yeah. sites. And then this Sainsbury's has a tunnel. And it's, just, it's pretty much just a rain shelter. Which was just put there on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's put there up by Steve. <laughs> so, to the untrained eye, it may it may just be a 70 metre long Perspex tunnel. To the untrained eye. <laughs> it's like, I think, you know, my eyes aren't actually trained even, but I can tell that's just a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, those in the know have described it as stunning and must-see. And a significant piece of modern vernacular architecture. Oh, sounds like a marketing intern no, was giving I, I think a day's it's work. Brilliant. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Thanks to a series of tongue in cheek reviews, a tunnel in Buda. A tunnel in Bud. Bud? B U D E. Bud. Bud? Or Bud? Uh, yeah. Boudé. Boudé to you, sir. It's <laughs> 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 now become the highest rated attraction for the Cornwall seaside town. Sorry, I'm just gonna you're gonna hear some mic shuffling. I'm just gonna shuffle my mic. Uh, sorry, sorry. Adjust all you want. The worker, which is real, what? The wonder, which in reality runs from a supermarket car park to the nearby street. That's all it is. Sorry, a wonder. The it's the wonder, has now racked up more than 170 glowing reviews. The range from the sublime to the ridiculous, but have ensured ensured it is now the top of the online reviewers' tables on TripAdvisor. One post read, There are no wonders to describe what should be the eighth wonder to the modern world. Such clear views. Okay, okay. Just, I, I, know, I know I'm doing that mad thing of interrupting your flow, but you, just because you called it a wonder, I've looked up the seven wonders of the world. <laughs> How many of them can you name? Uh, the pyramids. The pyramids. Well, actually, just the giant Great Pyramid of, of, of Giza. It's just, just oh, okay. Um, Great Wall of China. Uh, no, because there's seven natural and seven man-made. All right. Well, I, look, Wikipedia has thrown up the seven classic wonders of the world. Okay. Uh, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon is there. Uh, Niagara Falls. That one. No. Um. um Someone who I've never even heard of. I will. I, will I give you the list? Yeah. The Colossus of Rhodes. Oh, that's a big, massive statue of a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza, Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the Lighthouse of Alexandria. It's just a lighthouse. Mm. You wouldn't wonder. You go, well, I wonder how they build a lighthouse. But sure, if I just looked it up on YouTube, what do I do? <laughs> I really hope it's a lot more than just, actually, there's a lighthouse. There's nine around Ireland. <laughs> uh, this one, this one's going to give me trouble to pronounce. The Mausoleum, go through that one, at, that's okay. Halley... 
Halicarnassus. 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 Okay. Uh, no. uh, the statue of Zeus at Olympia. Oh. I, uh, I don't even know it. The temple of Artemis at Ephesus. A lot of these have Latin names. I'm claiming that like all the, like people that are getting Latin times. Like, they just kind of claimed all these wonders. But the reason they're wonders is because they've lasted so long and they're just massive structures. They weren't, like, built by machines. They are built by man and muscle and slaves, probably. Yeah, but according to this one outside of Sainsbury's, like, what are you going to call it? Tubius Plasticus? <laughs> it's Budus. <laughs> like, it's, and nudus. It's, it's not a wonder. Uh, it, you know? it, it, it really isn't. Considering it's, it's a consistent pattern of construction. And it was probably ordered... <laughs> From a company that specialises in bespoke things like that. <laughs> it is frightening. <laughs> it's not but a this, wonder. But this is why it caught my attention. It's like, because like I say, I'm in, the, I'm in this kind of promoting New Grange and yeah, yeah. Mead and oh, castles and rivers. And it's yeah. like, see you know, a tunnel. You're shitting me. You're fucking shitting me. <laughs> That's so, a tunnel. I'm going to take them around to the, to, to the wonders of, of the lone shoe that's in my garden. <laughs> Have you, seen, have you smelt it? Have you I, seen it? I don't know how it got there. Oh, look. A dog will now pick it up. Good fuck away from that. I, I don't recognise the shoe. But when the sun lines up just right on the 21st of December to the second lace hole, the, the, the sun peeks out. <laughs> it kind of cuts through the the lace hole on the other side there. Yeah. You see that? Weird. Weird. <laughs> uh, another claimed, a significant piece of modern vernacular architecture and it keeps you dry whilst you walk to Sainsbury's. Well, another poster said he had butterflies before the first time seeing it. Lived up to its reputation, though. Was quite was quiet when I went, so had time to admire the amazing structure. Highly recommended. We'll go again. <laughs> of course you will. You can shop there. This story just makes me itchy. <laughs> just like, actually just makes me itchy. Uh, there's another, there's another few um, things. But it consisting of 36 metal arches and over 70 metres long... Nowhere else imbued can you walk this far undercover in a continuous straight line. All ages, all ages are welcome. I bet you, if you went to the local football pitch and put a raincoat on and walked down the centre line of the pitch or the sideline, I don't understand sports, you'd still get the same experience. You'd be covered in plastic and walking in a straight line. <laughs> well, this is where we get your kind of review. The last review, nothing to see, just a tunnel that runs down the side of Sainsbury's. Waste of time. Not really a tourist attraction, one laments. At any rate, it keeps the rain off, so that has to be worth more than one star. <laughs> I mean, you'd wonder if, like, you see, if this thing made it onto, you know, like a, a, the local list of tourist attractions, you'd expect that one person put it up as a joke. I know. But for so many people to get behind it, you're like, are you really that starved for tourism? Well, this is it. You know, a wavin pipe. <laughs> Just- a giant Lego piece. Actually, a giant Lego piece would be a tourist attraction. Absolutely. It'd be massive. It'd be class. But that's not what they'd market it as. But I, I just think, I'm almost sure Navin, back in the day when we had, like the way the shopping centre is now, like a, a big chunk of that wasn't there and there was a big kind of ramp that led down to the shopping centre and there was a big shelter area. Mm-hmm. I'm almost sure that sheltered area was longer than this. Mm-hmm. And it had like lovely steps leading up to it and there was a big slope leading down to it. And I was like, that looked more kind of Greek and fantastic looking. I mean, the shopping centre was a fucking hole. It still is. <laughs> but that looked, I remember just always going, wow, the shopping centre. Shopping centre. Amazing. Oh, my God. We, we could buy stuff. 
All under the one roof. <laughs> I'm going to carry nine bags home in each of my fingers, as my mother carries 47 of them, because we've no car yet. <laughs> Up the hill home. Up the flare oh, hill. I'm kind of tired, ma'am. Can you carry me? Well, I'm kind of carrying 47 bags, but sure, I'll carry you plus the nine you're carrying for me. Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> mm, sorry it's raining. <laughs> so, oh, lads. I went digging. Of course you did. And... I looked up the worst reviews of Irish landmarks on TripAdvisor. Oh, good one. I thought so. So, let's see if you can guess where okay. these are from. Okay. And I'd say you know the actual places. I'll be quick. Uh, I'm one of the few people in the world who actually has a full-blown Guinness... Oh, that gives it away. Guinness kegerator with the nitrogen CO2 mixer and the works. I always wanted to go to St. James's Gate and get my certificate. I was expecting some actual schooling. Oh, God. But all I got was crowded around a bar with about a dozen other people told what to do. We all did it. Then we apparently all did it perfectly because we all get a certificate. I couldn't I couldn't hear half of what the bartender was telling us to do because the room had other bars teaching and they were... <laughs> they were... Well, they were... I don't know what that word is. Loud. <laughs> no, there's no D. You spelled lower. They right. were loud while our guy was quiet. I have my little document. But it wasn't. it isn't worth a damn. I learned more on YouTube. That's I mean, do you know the what? The Guinness Storehouse. That, that, that's like... That, that's like a guy who was expecting to go, to go in and get like a Harvard level education in the, in Guinness. I know, like, like night schooling for Guinness. But he was on the tourist event tour. It's or whatever they glass. call it. It's a good guest experience. I'm sure it's, it's, it. it's an extra experience, yeah. You, like, point. you don't... I mean, come on. That's, that's... That's like saying, I came to McDonald's expecting to leave with a robust knowledge <laughs> of how beef patties are made. And instead, I left 1,600 calories light or heavier. I don't know, I don't know what happened. Not worth it, says I. Not worth, Not it. worth it. And also, toilets now have a combination lock on. One star... <laughs> this guy, who's Irish, says, No idea why tourists would ever go there. The Guinness is possibly the worst I've ever had in Ireland. And I'm Irish. Would of advice? Go to a good bar and get a real pint of Guinness. Did he name the bar? Did he suggest a bar? He doesn't. Okay. No. I was expecting him to go. Try Beggy's Bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah I work there. <laughs> I own there. There's the best Guinness. First of all, the best Guinness you will get is in the Guinness storehouse. That's where they make the Guinness. Well, up at the, um, the Gravity Bar, because mm-hmm. it's fairly calm there. If yeah. you go straight up there, forget the whole tourist experience and just going to skip past all the groups of tours. Well, no, I do I, I do kind of see what he's saying about the crowd because two or three times I've been in there, the gravity bar has been bonkers. So it is loud. It is like, a, like but it depends on the time of year and the time of week and the time of day. Yeah. Uh, we were there like, you know, on a Friday lunchtime. So, of course, it's going to be mental. Oh, yeah. So it depends on the time you go. If you're going in like on a Monday morning, you've got the run of the place. I, I'd suggest just go non-touristy times. Which is hard when you're a tourist. <laughs> okay, if you're Irish, <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you're Irish, just head on a non-tourist time. You know when it's cold and wet and wainy. Sorry, I'm annoying you, Adam. But tourists, go off peak time. It's, mm-hmm. much, it's a much better experience. Yeah. Uh, the old Blarney Stone. The castle and the grounds are so amazing that I guess you could skip the stone. But why would you? The climb, the climb up is not for the faint of heart. And those that don't like heights... But put that aside and head up, head on up. The gentlemen there, Jesus, who types this stuff? The gentlemen that are up there to help you, 
help you out are there for a reason and worth the tip. Go up and enjoy the grounds from a pie. That's actually pretty good review. I thought it was like the fucking worst reviews. I, I, I went to Blarney Sean and give my review right now. Yeah? No tongue. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't reciprocated at all. <laughs> I got nothing Just back. Sat there like a fucking rock. <laughs> it was like kissing a goldfish. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. No matter, no, no matter what I did to the nipple over the clothes, there was nothing happening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, moving on. Uh, the old book of Kells. Uh, oh, yeah. It? Although we didn't assume that it was the Harry Potter library, but the tourists did. The library is absolutely amazing and looks like the pictures. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Harry Potter Museum. <laughs> Here's another for the book Kells. <laughs> Very underwhelming to see four pages of history from a distance and a roped off bunch of books. Maybe historically significant, but not worth the effort. Well, you know, that's somebody that that wanted to go in and flick through it, like lick his thumb so that he could <laughs> he could flick the pages properly and just kind of thumb through it. But there's go, a comment oh, here like from it. the writer of the actual article saying, this book has been around since 348 AD. Of course it's roped off. <laughs> exactly. There's some fucking morons and mouth breathers like you can cough and splutter yeah. and put their greasy fingers all over. It's like flicking through a Hello magazine going... Oh, where's all the titty pictures That's and the exactly people in bikinis? <laughs> where's the spot of difference? <laughs> where's all the fat bitches that become skinny? <laughs> Class. Where's all the skinny bitches that want to be fat? <laughs> Who are best? Brother Kevin or Brother Brian? No, a single mention of Kim Kardashian. <laughs> they all got fat arses. And the old Cliffs and Moher. Oh, yeah. Okay, it was cold and rainy, but I really was impressed. Even in the cold, there were lots of tourists everywhere, and it was quite a hike to get up to the point where we could see the Cliffs' beauty. Looked at it and took a couple of pictures, then left. What did what, what did they What did they want? I know. What did they, did they want? The cliffs and Moher to be moved closer to the car park. <laughs> they wanted to be completely. This is a tourist attraction. I want the sun out on this spot so I can take amazing pictures. I want a road all the way to the very edge so I can possibly drive off. Do you know what they want? You know, like one of those things that, like, you see royalty and old movies. Like, they're just being carried in. It's not like a horse cart. They're just being carried in it by four people. <laughs> what what that reviewer wants is four brown people to carry them up the hill in a hand carriage and then drop them at the cliffs of Moher and say, here you are, my lady. <laughs> so what do they call it in the, the crowd that, like, run up and down uh, Mount Everest? Sherpas? Yes. That's, that's what they want. <laughs> Sherpas. That's what they want. I always find that whole kind of Sherpa thing hilarious. I wonder if they actually laugh. When like they're seeing, you know, like rich Americans and you know, Australians, Europeans are going, I need auction. And the Sherpas are carrying all their gear. I oh, yeah, just grab some auction there. I'm fine, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> I'm running up and down. You all right? Thanks, Sherpa Brian. Are, yeah. you, are you all right? Yeah. Dude, this is me morning walk. Yeah. yeah. My post box is actually up the top there. <laughs> I'm the postman. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, uh, it's like yesterday, I, I, pulled, uh, I pulled a 12 and a half hour shift yesterday. Right. Now it doesn't happen all the time. I pulled twelve and a half hour shift yesterday. Oh good. And uh in about hour ten, one of the locals said, You might have been here all day. I said, I know, because you have as well. <laughs> and he said, You haven't taken a break all day. I said, I know. I've been looking after you all day. To which he says, You must be hungry. And I says, Do you know what? I think I am. And then he says, Can I have a menu, please? <laughs> Oh my god! Are you going to buy me something? I'm just a bit hungry. I've been here all day. Yeah. So I'm 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 the I'm the Sherpa of, of where I work. I'm the food Sherpa. <laughs> you just think the everything Sherpa is like. There's the Sherpa man. He he must eat at some stage. And you know what he said to me? 
Jeez, I could do a more comfortable chair. I've been sat here so long. Do you know what I want to do? He was looking for a more comfortable chair. Yeah. His ass groove was in the chair. Yeah. Jeez. Look. Like, like, like who goes to a tourist attraction and gives out about the number of tourists? <laughs> like, that, that's something you say, like, when you get home, you know. Like, you go somewhere, you go, and people go, oh, how, how was the Cliffs of Moher? It was great, but you know, it was crowded. But then again, it should be crowded because it was tourist time and we were tourists. Yeah. That's how that review should go. Yeah. We just kind of went at the wrong time. We should have went earlier in the morning. Yeah. But that said, they were a spectacular view. And I've been to Cliffs of I'm sure you have as well. Yeah. And the views are spectacular. And of course, it's going to be windy and rainy because you're on the cliffs in the west of Ireland. <laughs> That's where rain comes from. I think people people have seen the Cliffs of in obviously like idyllic pictures. Yeah. You know, but that's a photographer camping out there yeah. in the middle of summer in an Irish summer and just going it's supposed to be sun tomorrow we'll, we'll get it in the morning mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing and we're going to we're going to wait here all day because the sun's going to go down in the west yeah and that's when the it's just going to be it's just fucking amazing here we go yeah here we go day 49 yeah <laughs> just click got it well that's apparently what like all these like wildlife uh, filmmakers and documentary makers do they go to like a spot in the desert or a jungle and they camp there for days at a time, just with that camera fixed on one particular spot. Yeah. Hoping that something that they're looking for crosses the thing. And, of course, the technology advanced. So now they'll, they'll, they'll camp out and they set up motion cameras. Yeah. So, so they won't have to sit there moves. all the time. Yeah. But really, this is just a waiting game. Like, if you watch, like, an hours-long documentary, say, it's like one of the Planet Earth ones. Like, they're, like, three or four years in the making. It's incredible, isn't it? I wouldn't have the patience. I would just use some stock footage and say it was us. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. I've heard that for smaller animals that they have in captivity, they can, they can stage it. Yeah. So like, if it's a, if it's a rat digging like in a hole, yeah, they put a pane of glass in of and course. like cut the hole and like give you an idea of what's going. On. But even still, it's it's all the big animals where you're you're watching a leopard hunt. Yeah. And you're like leopards don't move in the day. No, no. And you can't see them at night. This is gonna be ours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, for the crocodiles, give me the crocodiles. The crocodiles, you know, at least all we had to do was throw a chicken at them. Yeah, then they'll move. Yeah, then they'll snap over, won't you? Look at those snap. Oh, Jesus fucking Jesus Christ. But <laughs> just, you know, don't, don't, like, it, it, and it's not just reviews with, with, you know, tourist attractions, it's just reviews for anything. Yeah. Don't review, don't give a negative review just because you were in a bad mood when something happened when you were there. Like, review it on the basis of your actual experience. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Or if you are in a bad mood, mention that. Yeah. Mention that. You know, we hadn't had a good day. We thought this was going to help us out or, like, make us feel better. And honestly, we just arrived on a bad day. But even then, that's not worth typing out. <laughs> it's just like, I was, going, I was going to put up a review, but, you know, I was in a bad mood at the time, so this is my review. No, that's not your review. Just saying you're in a bad mood. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. So, just, just, just if, you know, if you enjoyed something, leave up a review. If you were treated badly, then leave a bad review. Yeah. If you turned up and went, oh, this is a load of shit, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I can go to the World Cup final between Ireland and England, and we would win 10-0, and I'd still stand there and go, that was shit. <laughs> Not that 90 but, my re- but my review wouldn't get any traction, because everyone else would be like, shut up, we all enjoyed it. Yeah. You kidding me? We just beat England in the World Cup final in soccer. 10-0. <laughs> 10-0. That's never going to happen. Never. That's me. That's you. Hit me with your weird weekly updates. Okay. So... I won't give you the headline because the headline gives away the story. I'll just, I'll just go straight into the story. Oh, okay. A woman was left with severe injuries after she retrieved what she thought was a candle 
from the basement of her Bridgeport home in Connecticut during a power outage. Uh, Moments later, she discovered it was dynamite. Oh, God, that's not what I thought it was at all. What did you think it was? I thought it was a vibrator. Oh. But then I thought, how did you get injured? So that's when I went, uh, my, my chuckle kind of went to a hang on a tick. There was dynamite downstairs. Yeah, she's dynamite. But that's that's the Goonies. That's the actual Goonies. Yeah, or she's Wiley Coyote. <laughs> ah, ah, that's stupid wolf. <laughs> oh, Coyote. He's not even a fuck wolf. He's <laughs> like, Roadrunner, stupid budgie. <laughs> that stupid pigeon. He's a Roadrunner. What? Huh? <laughs> Are they real things? No, but, of course they're real things. Well, then what kind of dog is like Coyote? <laughs> coyote. Um, there you go. Hey, is uh, is Goofy a dog? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know enough about Disney to comment. The Pluto's a dog because he has a collar and a lead. Yes. Goofy. Hmm. Hmm. But if Goofy's a dog and Pluto's Goofy's pet... The more kind of like social <laughs> yeah, what, or, or what kind of arrangement <laughs> is going on there? Oh, I'm the talking one, so I'm in charge, okay? You're stupid. <laughs> That's a, hmm. Don't know. <laughs> Can't answer you. Okay. Dumbo. <laughs> Little mermaids. I'm going to go Sebastian the Crab. <laughs> what that was the question? I don't know. <laughs> Genie from Aladdin for 10 points. <laughs> Who was Jasmine? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the tragic accident unfolded on uh, 9.20pm after thunderstorms had knocked out power in homes in the area. The woman's family had just returned from a trip to Home, to home Depot to buy lighting, but it was closed. They thought the candles had been left in the home's basement by the previous occupants. <laughs> that said it was fucking dynamite it's kind of, I've seen candles here somewhere hang on like that. oh it's sparkly that's, that's not a candle at all it's like they were, that's, that's burning down real quickly they were Wild West era prospectors going looking for gold really? no ah oh, because I would love that because I was thinking, where is this house? <laughs> it's in Connecticut it's far from the Wild West ah uh, you know it's, it's, it's you know it's the moderate Northwest I suppose indeed Indeed, indeed, indeed. indeed. Um, Still, fucking dynamite. Uh, I, what I love is northeast. Th- what? Connecticut's northeast. Did that come to you in a flash? It seems to come to you in a flash. Yes, my uh, brain just went. You fucked up, and the American listeners are going to shout at us. Oh, okay. Well, uh, anyone's from Connecticut, just tell us where in America you are, just so we're not freaking out. Yeah, his man is freaking out here. He's, he's picking just regions. I don't know. I mean, it could be beside Limerick. I don't know geography. <laughs> Earth. <laughs> <laughs> The genie from Aladdin for 10 points. <laughs> and right to our story. If you like dynamite, yes. I'm sure it sparks. No, yes. It doesn't like kind of catch light. You kind of go, that's a lovely little glow there. Yes. It goes. Yeah. At, at what stage you kind of go, oh, jeez, that's not a candle. Surely very quickly. Yeah. I'm sure there's a bit of a fuse in it because the fuse would give you like sure. time but, to walk away. Yes, but then. I mean, even if you do walk away, first of all, you've just lit dynamite in your basement, so something bad's going to happen to your house, even if you run away. But I'm saying, is there any way of uh, extinguishing it? Well, I'm sure in the moments of pure and utter panic that you'd be experiencing when you just lit a stick of dynamite that you thought was a candle in the dark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't that dark, because you lit a match. You lit a match. True. 
True. I, I, I know. I, I, you're not going to have you read your candles. <laughs> it's not going to say dynamite. <laughs> your candle are dynamite. Yeah, they are. But I, I, yeah, I'm confused that it's going to, oh, that's, that's a sparkler. No. See, I, I don't feel so bad now because the next line of the story says, the woman, a 30-year-old mother of two, tried to light a quarter stick of dynamite. So a quarter stick of dynamite is like uh, a banger that you get for Halloween. So she, oh God, so she held it. Um, no. Oh, well, maybe. It exploded, causing injuries to one of her hands. Yeah, must have. So, so severe that they made, they, made, so, they made lead to her losing multiple fingers. Oh, jeez. No, that's not her funny Her face anymore. was also injured. It's hilarious, Adam. Her face was also injured because we don't know her. And she was taken to Yale New Haven Hospital. The Connecticut State Police's bomb squad attended the scene along with state troopers, the State Fire and Explosion Investigation Unit and Bridgeport's Police and Fire Departments. I'd say this town had never seen so much activity. <laughs> Around one house. To, geez, what happened over there? Firecracker. Oh, jeez. A search uncovered yet another explosive and it was detonated. Another one? No members of the family will face charges because they were not aware that they had explosives in their home. Residents were reminded to keep backup lighting in their home just in case electricity should go out. So like torches. Torches or, you know. Sorry, just, this woman. I yeah. see, because it's got the face and all, I see her lighting the candle. Holding it up and it's it's fizzing like a, you know, like a firecracker type of thing, and it, she's trying to use that sparkly, flicky light to look for other candles or something, and like, it's not a flicky flame. It's mm. a, tss. what candle goes? Tss? Um, the dynamite kind. Exactly. I mean, I I guarantee that at least a little bit of light came off that dynamite fuse. So maybe you could sort of nearly, if you wanted to squint and call that candle. <laughs> but like, it's not always not a candle of flame, is my. It was point. one of those like things that you put like a, like a like a joke candle in the cake. It was like a splody candle. <laughs> hey, you want explodies? No, I don't want explodies. <laughs> I like my face. Um, but this this made me think, right? That yeah. like in a cartoon, cartoon <laughs> like like say Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like Jerry would give Tom a candle and light it, but it would actually turn out to be a stick of dynamite. Yes. Or while a coyote, a roadrunner would do that to, to to the other one. Yes. Right, or itchy and scratchy. Yes. It's a classic cartoon thing. Oh, hello. Which brought me around to injuries that sh- that must have happened in life that resemble stuff that would you would see in a cartoon. Yeah. Now I went, I, I, I went, I went looking around, and there are some stories of like you know men like having like pianos dropped on them. Oh my god! You know, like when they're moving furniture and they have to like hoist it up on the outside of a building. Oh, it's like a million ways to die in the West. Yeah, the, the ice cube just drops in your mouth. Like, oh my Jesus! Yeah, so they were all a bit grim, actually. Right, uh-huh. so I didn't really want to get into them. <laughs> so what I did instead was I looked at a live-action film, which is probably one of the best depictions of cartoon violence which you'll ever see, which is Home Alone. Oh yeah! Right now, I loved that film came out. I was actually the same age as Macaulay Culkin when that came out. So you're still the same age as now. The maths works out. Yep. Yeah. And uh Did you just call yourself the third person? The maths works out. The maths works out. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked into this, okay. And uh somebody now there's loads of articles floating around. Some of you may have seen some bits and pieces of it or whatever, but I have the full not the full list here, but like a pretty comprehensive list with doctors' diagnosis of what would happen to a person if they experienced the violence. Oh, in real life of a home alone. Genius. That is so good. Okay, so we'll 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 dip into it. So uh, the first one they go to is the BB gun to the forehead. Yes. Okay. 
So Marvin Harry tried to sneak into the McAllister home by sweet-talking Kevin from the back door. Kevin, meanwhile, points his BB gun through the doggy door and directly at Harry's groin and shoots. Where Marv goes to investigate the source of Harry's pain, he is met by the same BB gun, which is fired extremely close range to his forehead. Yes. That's the scene. The doctor's diagnosis. Classic air power projectile weapons typically have muzzle velocities of 350 feet per second or less. A BB fired at close range from such a weapon could break the skin but will not penetrate the skull and is likely to penetra- is unlikely to penetrate Harry's scrotum, especially through the fabric. So it would be sore, but she'd walk away from it. So the reaction is, is fairly accurate. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is the iron to the face. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, it's like I love, like it is a pure cartoon violence in this film. Oh. And Joe Pesci and it's Daniel Stern, isn't it? Yeah. Their reactions to everything is just incredible. <laughs> like just the screams oh, and the howls. It's just oh. fantastic. I mean, you think of Joe Pesci like in Goodfellas and all those like <laughs> in Casino and then you see him just getting his hair on going on fire. It's like, that's fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's bonkers. Uh, the setup to the iron and face. Torted by the BB gun at the back door, Marv runs around to the basement stairwell, which Kevin has deliberately iced. Once he stumbles his way down into the dark basement, Marv grabs what he thinks is a light bulb cord. It's actually a rope attached to a steam iron that is propped up on a laundry chute door. The heavy iron comes plummeting down and smacks Marv in the face. The doctor's diagnosis. Let's estimate... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm right to the mic. Bless you. Let's estimate the distance from the first floor to the basement at 15 feet and assume the steam iron weighs four pounds. And note that the iron strikes Marv squarely in the mid-face. This is a serious impact with enough force to fracture the bones surrounding the eyes. This God. is also known as a blowout fracture and can lead to serious disfigurement and debilitating double vision if not repaired properly. Debilitating double vision? Yeah. Good Lord. So to the point where you wouldn't be able to... Focus? Yeah. Wow. Jeez, that's mad. Uh, I'm going to skip past handling a burning hot doorknob because... It's burned. It's burned. Uh, let's see. A blowtorch to the scalp. Yeah, do that one. Unable to get through the front door, Harry returns to the back. He kicks his foot through the doggy door to disarm a potential BB gun threat. Delicately taps the doorknob to test its temperature and finding it cool, opens the back door, only to unknowingly arm a blowtorch that fires the top of his head. <laughs> Harry has an interesting reaction to having a lip blowtorch indirectly at his scalp. Rather than remove himself from the danger, he keeps the top of his skull <laughs> directly in the line of fire for about seven seconds. Because it, was, it, was it was on the other day. I know we were watching it because we have it on like, some kind of... Mm, what do you call them? Stick. Stick. Jesus Christ, can't think of the word stick. But, uh, <laughs> Thumb drive, flash drive. <laughs> so we just put it on for the crack. And yeah, and I was watching it going, he's there for ages. Yeah. Just going, <laughs> like, move you idiot. What was likely a simple second degree skin burn is now a full thickness burn likely to cause <laughs> uh, necrosis of the skull bone. That means the skin and bone tissue in Harry's skull will be so damaged and rotted that his skull bone is essentially dying and will likely require a transplant. Holy crap! This Kevin McAllister is a, this is a bit of a fucking mercenary. Although in fairness, he stayed there for seven seconds. It, it was his own fault. I mean, if, like you touch a like a hot hob, you don't go. <laughs> you go, oh, you fucking bastard! You. But that's why it's pure cartoon violence. <laughs> Uh, walking barefoot on Christmas tree ornaments. You want to do that one? Oh God! Yeah. Um, okay, so I won't read the whole full set. He 
goes in the window and he's barefoot because he's been fucked with down the basement. Yeah. Um, and he there's Christmas tree ornaments, out, but they're made of glass. We don't really get glass ornaments here, do we? Uh, Actually, you can't get them, but it's well, not. I suppose there's, we still have them, but um, it's not the done thing. It's plastic or yeah, it's usually plastic now. Um, without looking down, still barefoot, Marv jumps in, putting full weight to a dozen pointy ornaments littered on the wooden floor. Walking on ornaments seems pretty insignificant compared to everything else we've seen so far. If I was Marv, I'd be more concerned about my facial fractures. <laughs> Pink hand to the face. Paint can to the face is the next one. Yes. So, uh, you've all seen Home Alone. We've all set it up. Assuming the paint can is full, roughly 10 pounds, and the rope is 10 feet long, Jesus. Marv and Harry each take roughly two kilonewton hit to the face. <laughs> I don't understand those <laughs> words, but, but, but it, it sounds, sounds a lot. <laughs> it sounds like, do you ever have a train hit you in the hand? <laughs> yeah, imagine that in your face. Oh, my God. Twice. <laughs> imagine a, a, a rocket ship hitting you in the nose. Uh, that is easily enough to fracture multiple facial bones and is possibly going to knock you out cold. Also, I wouldn't expect either of the wet bandits to walk away from this with all of their teeth. <laughs> like, they're just being annihilated. <laughs> they should be dead. Um, Chemically dead. And the last one is when... Um, they swing on the rope into the house. No, not even that. The last one that they have listed here is when the, the old neighbour comes in and knocks them on the, the head with the, the snow shovel. Oh, yeah. So, at this point, Marv and Harry have both suffered potentially crippling hand and foot injuries. Harry has proved to be nearly impervious to burns and both managed to retain consciousness after taking a flying paint can straight, paint can straight to the face. <laughs> Uh, suddenly, a frail elderly man appears and weakly slaps them in turn with a flimsy <laughs> aluminium Home Depot snow shovel. And somehow this is too much for them and they both collapse. <laughs> this movie was way more believable when I was eight. I know. But oh. like, you know, Home Alone 2's violence is even is even more spectacular, I think, because they, ah. they had to up the ante. Yeah, and they were in a hotel. Was it in the hotel? Uh, no, they were in... See, this is like... The most unbelievable part about for me for that film is that you know it was the family's property, but nobody was in the home because it was being renovated. Oh yeah! So it was like it was like an uncle of the family owned this thing, and that's that's how he had the address. Oh. When he got there, it was all being renovated. Because I really hold on to the thing I only really remember is in the hotel, and he has all his, you know, his room and his stuff and yeah. what's his name? Trump. Tim Curry. <laughs> oh god yeah Trump was in it Trump was in it oh my god weird I'm, I'm going to open these things they're called reindeer heads <laughs> I don't know if they're jellies or fudge but I'm going to open them anyway um, I'm guessing they're jellies I guess they have jelly noses maybe Let's have a look oh they're like foamies want a foamy yeah I'll have, I'll have a couple of foamies have a couple of foamies but yeah that's uh, that's kind of made me think about like cartoon <sighs> violence man and, that is mental you know but yeah like you wouldn't be walking away from that and then, like, you know, there's, like, the tarantula on the face and when he gets battered with the crowbar. Like, oh, you've got, like, like ribs. nothing left of your ribs <laughs> after that. I think it's the same with um, the Rocky films. Mm. Like, 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 every punch that happens in a Rocky film is to the head. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're, like, if you're going, like, when he goes, like, the, like 12, like, 14 rounds with um, the Russian, Drago. Drago. Uh like the two of them should just be dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what's he doing? He, he, he but was, they they, they kind of address that in Rocky Five by going, "You can't fight anymore. You're going to have brain damage." And he's going, "I'm going to fight anyway." It's like Pfft. in the Rocky Rocky Five, when it happens, you know, if you fight again, you'll die. Uh, Rocky Five. Who's that against? 
Didn't he not fight anyone? He got like he had Tommy Gunn. He was like the mentor for Tommy Gunn. Is Tommy Gunn not? Tommy. Oh Gunn's no, right. Tommy Gunn is five. Yeah. I forgot about Mister T. Mister T is three. Yeah. Paul Creed is two. Paul Creed is one and two. One and two. It's in the first one. It's uh, it's a draw. But they can't believe that someone actually went the full distance with Paul Creed. Okay. And Paul Creed is like, I fought you again, Stalin. I fought you again. I wanted to defend a win. I wanted to defend a win. Or was that it? I think Paul won, but he wants to win by knockout. Oh, so yeah. He says, I fought you again. And mm-hmm. then uh, Stallone beats him in number two. Yeah. And uh, then Mr. T comes in. Okay. And then Mickey dies. And Mickey dies. <laughs> You're a bum, Racky. You're a bum. You're a bum, Racky. You're a catch a chicken. Catch a chicken, Racky. You're catch a chicken. You ever fight a big fight? I fight a big fight. You never there for me. You're Mick. a bum, Racky. You're a bum. Mick! <laughs> you don't like my house? <laughs> the turtles don't like a house, Racky. You're a bum. Uh, big Rocky fan. Big Rocky fan. <laughs> big Rocky fan. That's, 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 that's my story. That's good stuff. That's funny. Uh, check your candles in case they're dynamite. That's the moral of that story. Yeah, and don't smack someone across the head with a pan because it actually hurts. I mean, you can do it, but you know, probably shouldn't do it too often. You want your fracture their skull and give them permanent brain damage. I'm guessing. I mean, you know, you could get lucky and not. Jesus. Give it a go and let us know you get on. <laughs> send okay, send we're pictures of medical reports to podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Although our name will be changed by then, so fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> Next then is our weekly Wazw update. Get that shit. News. The news is that we're eating cola flavoured foamy reindeer heads. Are they cola flavoured? Is that what it is? I think so. They're really nice. I know you tuned in to hear us slop and chew some sweets. Well, that's what we're doing anyway. I, oh, are they reindeer? Oh, they're, I think they're kind of moose heads and they just have kind of like tumorous noses. Um, well, it says reindeer heads under here. Yeah. Hey, reindeer heads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but my shit, what do I know? They taste weird. <laughs> uh, weekly Wars updates. <laughs> oh, here in the mice. Good. We could be the eating stuff into the microphone podcast. Fire from Africa. Fire from I'm joking. <laughs> An acronym for that. Uh, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So, what we do is in this section, we take a big event from history and we look at the news that may have been lost after that event because the world is still going, oh my God, look at this thing that's happening. Yes. So, rather than do like a big, like, you know, like serious thing that changed the world. Because that was kind of killing us, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a little bit. So, I went for, um, I suggested the Who Shot JR from Dallas. Lovely. Now... So, I picked this one because it was the it's it's, it's the one thing that people will still reference. You still hear references to it every every now and again. It's 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 a it's a cult thing. It's, it is. Like even the Simpsons kind of did it. Simpsons Brown. did it, and then you could also argue that um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was based on the book Who Censored Roger Rabbit, which mm-hmm. came out a year after the whole Dallas thing, was maybe an influence on it as well. So like there's big influences, on it. and then of course, um, EastEnders, the the English soap. About twenty years ago, did who shot Phil? Oh God, yeah. So like it's it's it is a, like it's a trope, nearly. It is, you know? and like there's still T-shirts and everything. Yeah, that say I shot Jr. Of course, yeah. And like it wasn't it's not a not a world changing event, but it was because TV was like you had three or four channels, and everybody stayed in to watch the same program event, like the season finale. Yeah, yeah. 
So this was aired on November 21st, 1980, which was the episode when he was actually shot. And then it came back then in May, I think, when they actually revealed who it was. It was. Was it May? Is that right? I have, I have it here. He was shot in March 21st, 1980. Oh, okay. And it was revealed. Oh, right. And the okay. who it was November 21st. Yeah, that's, that's why I picked November, because it was revealed who did it. Whereas, like, when he was shot, it was like a big... <gasps> Yeah, he got shot, but then of course the whole media and marketing ramped up, and <clears throat> all wanted, summer, all well, people wanted to know who actually shot Jr. So that was like, just because to show how big that show was. Yeah, when like everyone that had a TV was watching Dallas. Yeah, I was just like, who do you think was anybody else? Because I think at that stage they built it up that it could have been you know five or six different people. Yeah, you go, God, Jesus, who was it? And according to it, it depends on, on on which report you read, but anywhere between thirty and sixty million people tuned in to watch the reveal of who shot JR. Like that's like you like that's a you, lot. you you won't get that event anymore. Like the Oscars pull in well that's because it's a worldwide event. But like this mm. is like American T V one episode. Yeah. You know, an average you know, average it out to forty or fifty million people Fucking tuned hell. in to watch this. Like this was like the defining water cooler moment because you'd go into work on the Monday morning and go, Did you see who shot JR? Like, yeah shot oh, he didn't think it was him or her or whatever. Yeah. Oh, mental, mental. You know, so I looked at, we, that, that's what we're looking at. So um, I, I also looked at then, um, where are we, 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 where is this, where is this? Because I did have a big long list of stuff that happened after this whole thing. And I didn't save any of it. Oh. I did literally moments of research. <laughs> and it's all been lost forever. What that is, is you picked this story, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That's a good one. Yeah. We should have found loads of stuff around that time. But I'll tell you what I found. Yeah, do. And I'm going to try and find, I'm going to try and dig mine up again. Well, uh, there was two big stories that I found, and I thought okay. if there's only two big stories around the same time, I was going to like just have two of them just in case you find one. Because you have nothing, Yeah, uh, I'm going to go well, with I have the one. nothing I, now. I had something. <laughs> I'm going to go with the one I liked. Fuck you. Which is... <laughs> Sorry to, sorry to carry on there, Adam. <laughs> Lake Pengur, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. P e i g n e u r, the biggest man-made vortex ever. Now I'm, I'm watching Stranger Things too at the moment, and the whole like upside down and all that kind of and the weird kind of crap that's going on like that. I still haven't gotten into season one. I really want to. I really oh. want to like that show. Have you not seen season one? No, I, I keep... I, here's what happens. I don't know, again, do the math thing of interrupting your flow. But here's no. what happens. I sit down and I watch the first episode. Yeah. I get 20 minutes in and I fall asleep. Oh. And it's always the same point that I fall asleep at. I'm like, no. And then one time I tried just skipping to that 20-minute point. I'm watching it from then on. You can't remember the first 20 minutes. Can't remember the first 20 <laughs> minutes. Go back to the start, fall asleep. I, mm, I'm just going to have to get past it. I think it's something you'd enjoy. I, I do as well, which is why I wanted to watch it. And I think you'd, you'd get all the 80s references of, like, films and bits and bobs, and you go, ah, ah, it's glad. Would I, though? Because I, like, I, 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 I don't know Star Wars and... Not Star Wars. It's all kind of horror films and right. aliens and Ghostbusters and... All right. I'm gonna, Goonies I, I, I'll and give it, I'll that. give it another go. Yeah, I, I think you might enjoy it. I'll get really baked and give it another go. Oh, that's, that's a dangerous thing, but if you want to, that's cool. So, in 1980... Yeah. Lake, I'm going to say Pegner. Titicaca. Was an, <laughs> we call that, but it's, that's very wrong. Was an unremarkable body of water located near the Gulf of Mexico and New Iberia, Louisiana. 
The freshwater lake covered 1,300 acres of land and was only 11 feet deep. That's a very important thing, 11 feet deep. 11 feet deep, I'll remember that. A small piece of land, Jefferson Island, was home to a beautiful botanical park. Deep beneath the lake, there was a salt mine. So, today, Lake Pinure is still an unremarkable body of water, but it is now a 1,300-foot-deep saltwater lake. 11-foot deep. No. You said that was important to remember. Yeah, but it is now a 1,300-foot-deep saltwater lake. Ah. We tell you the story of the biggest man-made whirlpool accident ever made. Early in the morning of November 21st, 1980, I got the date right this fucking time, <laughs> workers decided to abandon their oil drilling rig on the suspicion that it was beginning to collapse, that uh, they had been probing for oil under the floor of Lake Peignure, when their drill suddenly seized at the top of uh, 1,230 feet below the muddy surface, and they were unable to free it. In their attempts to work the drill loose, the men heard a noise of loud pops just before the rig tilted precociously towards the water. Oh, oh my god! Shit! Concluding that something had gone wrong, the men on the platform cut the attached barges loose, scrambled off the rig and moved to the shore. Sort- shortly after abandoning the $5 million drilling rig, the crew watched in amazement at the huge platform and Derek, whatever that is, or whoever that is, overturned for <laughs> the platform and Derek <laughs> overturned. And disappeared into a lake that was supposed to be only 11 feet deep. Soon the water around that position began to turn like a giant, giant, giant toilet bowl. (laughs) It doesn't say that. No. It was slow at first, but it steadily accelerated until it became a fast-moving whirlpool, a quarter of a mile in diameter, when its center directly over the drill site. Isn't that just... That's like something out of Ghostbusters or something, isn't it? You know why we didn't hear about that story? It had nothing to do with Dallas. Nothing, nothing to do with who shot JR. This is the whole point of our, this section no, I of know our that. show. I know that. But you know why we you, we won't hear about that story now? Because it involves a man called Derek. Uh, honestly, I think Derek is a type of thing. So the huge platform and Derek. Type of man. Like D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Ah. It's, it's, not, it's not a guy called Derek Overturned. Uh. Whatever Derek is Anyone who's involved in drilling out there If you can tell us what a Derek is Spell it again D-E-R-R-I-C-K uh, uh, I'm so sorry I have liquor sauce hearts open now uh. Everyone at home We're eating liquor sauce Well I am You are I don't I don't do liquor sauce hearts. Derek is a lifting device Composed At minimum Of one guide Mass And none of these words Make sense to me <laughs> It's to do with oil It's a platform <laughs> As the whirlpool was forming on the surface, an electrician working on the salt mines below heard a loud, strange noise coming towards him. So this is underneath in the mine shaft. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Soon he discovered the sound source. Fuel drums banging together as they were being carried along the shaft by a knee-deep stream of muddy water. He quickly called to the evacuation alarm. Many of the 50 miners working in the morning, most as deep as 1,500 feet below the surface, saw the evacuation signal and began to run to the 1,300-foot level where they could catch an elevator to the surface. <laughs> Although it seemed to be take forever to get out using the slow eight-person elevator, that seems mental. Like all this water is rushing towards you. Hurry, 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 eight at a time. All 50 miners managed to escape their lives as the mine below them filled with water. It goes on and on and on, but I just found it just so amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is just uh, you're eating. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. you that, lost that's why. That's why. No, no. Yeah, I have not. <laughs> you lost interest. me at licorice. No, 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 no. I have not interest. I'm just. I don't want to talk while eating. Sorry. Yeah. I just find it so amazing that like you just think, oh, lake. I used to swim there when I was a kid, and it's not eleven feet deep. It's fine. We can swim. We can go to the bottom. We collect uh, little shells or crap or stones. And then all of a sudden, people go drilling, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's I would, the, the hole to hell. Like, my worst, my worst mortal fear is being buried alive, or being crushed, or, you know, like, like it's been a while since I've gone spelunking. <laughs> As me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But uh, films like um, The Descent. You oh, see The Descent? God, yeah. It's so close, they're so well made. It's so, I'm so claustrophobic, I'm watching it going, oh, no. Because I would just panic. Yeah. Like like a blind, uncontrollable, you would not console me panic. Uh, yeah, like screaming for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, even even when, uh, what's the one that Ryan Reynolds is in? Is it Buried? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's not as scary, but the more you watch it. It's tense. You're just going, oh, just get out. Just, yeah. f- just, just, just get out. Oh, yeah. Like if you're on a plane and you go, but you have a bit of turbulence or if you have like a bumpy landing. Yeah. You know. People are going, oh my God, we're going to die. I'm, I'm thinking, you know what? If you're going to die, a plane crash is the place to die because it's over instantly. You hope. No, instantly. <laughs> now, if your plane is going down, whether you hit the water or land or a fucking twin tower, your life is over before you can comprehend the front of the plane smashing up. Yeah. It, it, you're, you're done. So there's, like a, there's a little bit of like a calmness might wash over me in that instance. Oh. But like being down underground in a mine with water filling up, water filling it up. No, fuck that it's man. Blind I, panic, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Or what if you were? What if you were just? If that was kind of like that, you did find yourself kind of swimming in, yeah. and all of a sudden you just kind of oh, there's a bit of a current, and then you find yourself just getting whipped around for a quarter of a mile, and you just find yourself going to the center epicenter of it, like a faster, faster swimming whirlpool, and all of a sudden getting sucked down into it. We. <laughs> <laughs> Would you kind of enjoy yourself for the first two seconds? Going, oh my god, this is bad. Yeah, see, I'd enjoy myself until I realised we're getting close to the centre. Then I'd start to panic. When you can't actually swim out of it again, mm-hmm. like, I'm panicking now. Although okay. I can't swim to begin with. <laughs> now that's it. I'd, I'd literally just be along for the ride. So, like, for the first two circles, we. I love the idea that you have like little water wings and everything. Woo, I'm swimming. I'm swimming really fast now. <laughs> we. <laughs> Matt, come in. Come in. <laughs> Jealous. Oh, fuck, 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 Here's what happened on the 24th of November, three days after the reveal of Who Shot J.R. Very good. Dolly Parton released <laughs> 9 to 5 and Odd Jobs, which at the time was her 23rd studio album. Holy crap. Holy fuck. That is mental. 1980, she'd already released 23 albums. Jesus. I mean, if you just sat me down and said, hey, Dolly Parton's been gone for a minute, hasn't she? We're like, yeah. How many albums do you think she's done? I wouldn't have guessed a total of 20 up until now. Yeah. It's 23 by 1980. And what, what if she had been then? Uh, I don't know. 60? <laughs> no. Two? <laughs> I mean, what age is she now? 60. Two. <laughs> is she in her 70s? Uh, she's had to be in somebody's 70s. 
And you know what? She still looks great. I tell you. Donnie, if you're listening, you still look great. Uh, okay, here's Dolly Parton's discography. Is that a word? Yeah, that's yeah. a word, kind of. I use syllables. Here we go. Dolly Parton has a total of 43 solo studio albums, four live albums, two Hollywood, two holiday albums, two Dollywood exclusive albums, one children's album, and approximately 184 compilation albums worldwide. That is mental. That's an absolute, just, just, just bonkers. She doesn't leave the studio. It's no wonder when she comes to play Dublin, like, who's going to see Dolly Parton? She has to put on four extra gigs because she can't, you know, meet the demand. Yeah. I know, oh, I know grown men older than me that would step over their own dead mother to get a Dolly Parton ticket. <laughs> of course they would. <laughs> Wait, are you a big fan of music? Big fan of knockers. Big fan of having juicy tits. <laughs> it's not trying to sugarcoat it, Adam. <laughs> well, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, dear. How uh, old is Dolly Parton? Hang on for a second. Let's look at this. <laughs> Dolly Parton is 72. 72. Her big juicy tits are not as old. <laughs> Uh, Wait, she's she's born, now. She was born in 1946. She has been active in show business since 1959. 1959, so in 21 years. It was an album a year, pretty much. Yeah. God, Jesus. I mean, that, that's that's good going. I mean, it is good going. She has such a, she's such a, like a massive fan base, and her fans adore her, and apparently she's really good to her fans when she does a show and all that kind of stuff. But that's just bonkers. That is some worth work ethic. It is, or, 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 pure, unadulterated greed. Ah, gosh, I just gave it a mixture of both. See, I, oh. See, like, if you love singing, like, somebody, like, somebody who does, like, a cover album. If you love singing, I just want to sing, or put an album, you can bang out that number of albums a year, because you're not writing shit. Yeah. If you're true. writing shit, you're not going to be writing 20, you're not going to be writing an album a year. Plus, I'd say, like, after I mean, a while, she no, had people writing for her. So, like, Dolly, sing that with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you know, 23 albums, by 1980, bonkers. That's what happened around JR. Good Lord. That's the story there. That's class. Well, Dolly. Yeah. Love's like a butterfly, so soft and gentle. Love's like a butterfly, a gentle thing. Also. <laughs> yeah, I should have had him. Also. <laughs> also on November 21st, 1973. Oh, yes. What happened on this day in another year, in the Nixon administration announced that there was an 18 and a half minute gap in the Watergate tapes. Still no one knows what was said in that gap. <laughs> Nothing. They were asleep. Um, lastly, here are the, uh, the the final figures. So I said between 50 and 60 million tuned into tune in America. Yes. Worldwide. Jesus Christ. 350 million people. God, Jesus to see who shot JR. That is. That's, yeah. you know, like 1980. That that's was, a, that's literally. That's like a fifth of the world. That's, that's, that's like in 1980, that's a hundred times the population of Ireland. Oh my God. 350 million people. Jesus. Actually, no, it's not a fifth of the world. No, I get that. No. Wrong. But still, it's, it's a, a good, it's, times it's, a, it's a good chunk of heads watching telly. Jesus. 
bonkers. You, like, you wouldn't get anything like that now. Like, the Super Bowl brings in hundreds of millions, but it wouldn't be that. So, well, no, it has, like, I guess, was all of America and then fans of stuff. Plus, their, the their, their, their viewers, their viewership goes up when the ads are on. You know, so people tune into the ads. Because they're always class. Yeah, but, you know, don't well, don't sit through, you know, three hours of football and comments. You just wait for them to come out on YouTube oh, later on that saying, evening. Man, it's only 48 minutes of football. You know what? You're dead right. It is only 48 <laughs> minutes of football and four hours of absolute crap. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at that play again. <laughs> it's like, what? That's not a play. He, just, he, he was running. The man's running. He's, 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 why is there so many people around the pitch? Watching what's going on. We should be on the pitch trying to get the ball. Well, see, what I, what I find funny is, in American football, they have two different teams. You have your attacking team and your defensive team. So it's, so it's like, it's not like some person has to do two jobs. It's just like, right, your defense. Just yeah. stop them. It's like, right, you're off. Right, attacking team, you're on. Yeah. It's like, what? Fucking learn new skills, lads. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or what I love is like, when some guy just tackles the guy with the ball. That's a great play by the attacker. He's like, that's his job. It's not that's a great play. That's his job. He chased the man with the yeah. ball and took him out. Great play. That's a great play. He didn't organise to do that. No. He chased the man. Yeah, and he, he's getting, uh, you know, he has a, has a four-year, $45 million contract to do that. <laughs> I'm sure we're getting dogs abused from all our American listeners just going, it's a lot more than that. You don't have a fucking clue about your, with your, with your gah, and you're just chasing the leather ball <laughs> and kicking your pumpkin around the If place. it makes you feel any better, we don't understand our own sport either. No, not a clue. Uh, but that, that's... Sticks. That's our weekly wise update. That's that's what we got. That's it. That's it. If you've got an event you want us to, to, to have a look at and take it to take a deeper delve around, do uh, let us know. Uh, all the usual spots, uh Facebook and Twitter and Gmail. Uh Carrier Pigeon. You know, oh, Jesus. Game of Thrones Raven. <laughs> shining. Um You know, if you if you're an old black dude you can you can you can shining us. The you're, Shining. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go on, I've got a couple of stories here from um, our, uh, our our super fan, Mason. Mason Sloan. Sloan, who's also our top, top contributor on, on Patreon. Nah, he, he finds some weird fucking stories. <laughs> he does. Uh, I'm going to open it up here and see what we can get. Liquor's all sorts. They're not, the, they're not like the famous brand of Liquor's all sorts. But they're doing the job. No, I, I don't do licorice. It's going to a reindeer head. Would you mind? You fire away. Thanks, dude. So, I should have had this open already. What, the box of sweets? No, the, <laughs> the box of messages on Facebook. Um, I'm going to let that open up. We'll go back to, we'll, we'll move on to the next segment while this is loading up. All right. I'm going to hit the old uh, who do I watch? Oh, wait, 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 no, wait, 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 no, 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 I found my stories that, that I'd lost in my research. <laughs> what so, passed there? Really quickly. You got, you got 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, a fire at the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas kills 84 people. That was my second story in case you okay. had the other one. John Lennon and Yoko Ono pose naked. Did not know that. Right. Two people that should never pose naked ever in the world ever. Okay, go. Go, pop. pop. <laughs> oh, wait, do you have a thing from Mason Sloan? Um, no, I can't do everything, Adam. Oh, I think about the guy who kicked a, a seagull. Yeah, there was, there, I think it was something like that. Yeah. We'll mention it after, is it a poop or is it a scoop? Hit that shit. Hit that shit. Oh, 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 oh. So, is it a poop or is it a scoop? I look at really, really old news stories. And I pick two and I make one up. And you've got to guess which one is bullshit. 
Oh, it's all bullshit. And which one is a scoop? Okay, is hit it me. a scoop or is it a poop? Okay. Titanic swimming pool is still full of water despite being at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not a story, but I guess it's not false. <laughs> it's not false. <laughs> Titanic hits iceberg and sinks. Go on. <laughs> Titanic hits partner Rihanna and loses record deal. Which one of them is the poop? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. It's just someone called Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? There could be a rap. There could be a rapper called Titanic. We did a table quiz the other night for charity, and one of the questions was: name the song and the artist that is currently number one in the Irish charts this week. Fuck, jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, and even when I looked it up, I didn't understand any of the words that were in <laughs> the answer. <laughs> like I think it's, I think the song is called East Side. Somebody called Benny Blanco. <laughs> Never ever heard of it. Who's number one? Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Could be. He could be from from I don't know anywhere else. Come from Step Aside. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Titanic. Yeah. Hits Rihanna. Yeah. This is a record deal. Yeah, you'd be right. No, how amazing would it be though if the iceberg was called Titanic or, or called Rihanna? <laughs> Titanic is Rihanna. I, I, I just think that, <laughs> I just think that all the things that you made up there, none of them are actually stories. Oh, they are. The one from the nineteen oh five is the Titanic hits iceberg and six. That is. That's. But yeah. And the other one is not technically false. Which I figured out pretty quickly. Yeah. 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 No, you're, de- you're spot on there, chicken. It was all just designed to lead up to the joke of Titanic hits partner Rihanna and loses a record deal. <laughs> no, in fairness. You got me. I mean, if you don't think domestic violence is funny, I don't want to know you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's all about context. So here we go. Man kicks seagull that tried to eat his cheeseburger. That was it. Now. This is our Mason Sloan story. He got he got he got a, like a hundred and seventy dollar fine for. First of all, you should be allowed to kick seagulls. I, I in fact, think so. there should be a sport like a Takeshi's Castle style game, where you just run along a beach, kicking the shit out of seagulls. You know, I think they should fill that tunnel, in uh, Bued <laughs> with just seagulls, full of seagulls, and you just running with like a weapon of choice. And just start swinging or yeah. shooting or popping caps. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Just or wanna... just, just, just play the long game. You know, feed the seagulls with um, you know, nuggets of bread yes. you know, wrapped around rat poison. Oh, fuck. And then just kind of feed them all and then just kind of stand there. And like, in, in, you know, in, in about an hour, you'll just see them drop out of the sky. Jesus. Plummet into, into, into the foamy sea. Oh. <laughs> the irony is seagulls are always stealing my food, stealing my ice cream. Imagine, right? You give your birds your rat poison. You're there going, I'm going to celebrate with an ice cream. And one of the birds dies and lands and talks about going, like, yeah. oh, cruel justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't get a fine for kicking a seagull. Seagulls are, you know, sea rats with wings. I'm surprised he's able to actually kick the seagull. Well, the seagull was trying to eat his burger. But 
you hold a burger in your hand, not so, in your foot or on the ground. Yeah, but like it, so the, I'm the guessing that is flying around and trying to like dart out and dart in, and then you, you, you try you, you try kicking it. So, so I'm guessing like the meat patty Bart fell, and when the bird went down to get it, the guys went. That's my opening. Maybe, maybe. But if, if a seagull came near me when I was eating a cheeseburger, I'd turn into a ballerina across with Chuck Norris and I'd roundhouse that bitch. <laughs> Straight into the into the shallow end. What I'm waiting for is the person who actually grabs it, who grabs a wing and just goes, can you just fuck it? Imagine this is why I don't understand. Swooping down, you go, I see him, I see him swooping and I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And you fucking struck this, this is why I don't understand about people saying, oh, a goose, can, a goose or a swan can break your arm. You're bigger than it. Grab it by the neck and twist. <laughs> you know, it's like when somebody says, "Oh, if if a, if a, if a pit bull or a rottweiler is 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 chewing on your arm, stick your finger up its bum." <laughs> yeah, that's not the first thing that's going through my mind. There's, there's I, a dog on I'm me. I'm punching it in the face. Really. If, if a shark bites you, punch him in the nose. Yeah, he's going to bite me and swing back around for for a dig in the nose. <laughs> Poke him in the eye. Let me see. If we just. Let me see if he's not just swinging me around just like a rag doll. Can I just find his eye? Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, oh, he's moving around again. Oh, my legs are off. If being attacked by a bear, throw a muffin at them. Because contrary to popular belief, they're all gluten intolerant. (laughs) (laughs) Next story. Shop shut down after sticking fake googly eyes onto fish to make them seem fresh. That's now, gross. Googly Hilarious. Eyes, it's, it's, first of all, okay, if, you know a fish is fresh by how clear the eyes are. Yeah. Most people would know that. That's what I'm assuming. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I'd say anyone who buys fresh fish yeah. knows that. Or if you, if, you, if you tap the underside of it and it sounds hollow, you know, like a cantaloupe. Really? No. Ah. Oh, made that up. Because uh, I did not know that one. No. That's a good reason because it's full of shit. Full of shit. Also, <laughs> any fish you hold... In your hand in the supermarket on a Tuesday, <laughs> Jesus probably Christ. fresh. <laughs> you gotta have people. Oh, is that a real thing? Because that's like the no, start that's of not a real thing. No. What's the one where you shouldn't eat fish on a certain day? Because is it a Sunday? Sunday, because the fishermen like their last day is Friday. That's the yeah. freshest catch. Yeah. So Sunday is like the least. Yeah. No, it'll still be fresh. You're not going to die for it. We want like proper, proper fresh fish. Yeah. Plus, if you're eating in a restaurant that is at least 50 miles away from any sea, don't yeah. order the fish. <laughs> don't ask, is it fresh? Because the waiter will go, yes, of course it is. It's not fresh, fresh air, guys. Is this fresh you caught? It was caught fresh, yes. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> we were like, well, it was fresh, but we froze it. <laughs> it fresh when we got it, we froze it. It's not the same thing. Was this fish frozen? Well, it didn't travel here in the fucking river. Putting googly eyes on stuff was lots of fun, though. Huh? Putting googly eyes on stuff. I mean, that's hilarious. It is. And uh, on a fish, on a kind of a slimy, if it is like a dirty, rotten fish, putting the googly eye on that. I'm like, how many times is it going to go, just gonna say, oh, just push it in, shit. Ooh, that's gross. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, which is grosser? Googly eyes on a fish or googly eyes on a penis? I know it's funnier. Yeah. 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 I try that tonight. <laughs> Um, just as well I brought my packet of uh, googly eyes isn't it <laughs> just bought a packet yesterday yeah just gonna I might just just to be funny might put on four eyes hmm yeah do one for each skin like <laughs> 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 that ladies and gentlemen <sighs> no you don't that's our show aww oh. that's our show and we've been talking for quite a while now yeah we have have we 
Well, the usual. Usual. Yeah, it's a good usual show. Good usual show. Well, do you know what? There's a review if ever I heard one. <laughs> They're the same usual shit. Um, episode 138 of the Hedgehogs. Good usual show. Oh, we're not really the Hedgehogs, are we? No. Oh, I'm really sorry to start. That's going to stick. That's uh, just for this one. Yeah. Just remember, folks, please send us in your a name that you think yeah, would suit us. Yeah, if you have suggestions and, you know, have, you know, stick it into, into Google. Make sure it's not a real thing already. Yeah, we Otherwise, because we, we're so naive and lazy. We go, that's that, class. That we go, great, let's do that. And we change everything. And it turns out there's like 47 other podcasts yeah, in Navin with, <laughs> with that name. Navin, lads. Oh, Jesus, like 90 of those. But uh, yeah, it'd be great for, for you to let us know. Any suggestions you have of, of, of a new name that might uh, tell people who we are and what we're doing. Yeah. Check yeah. us out in the podcast festival coming up on the 4th of October, Thursday the 4th of October. I think we're on a half seven in the Sound House. Yes. And also check out High Time on YouTube. Woo, High Time on YouTube. This week we did um, a piss take off the Masterclass videos. I, I'm sorry, I'm not up to date. Uh, okay, well, you know those Masterclass trailers that are doing rounds on Facebook and YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Well, we took the piss out of that one. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, it was shot like a real video, so like you know, the quality is much better than the usual shit we put out. <laughs> to the point where everyone has been more reactive to this video than any other video we've done. We're like, oh, this is what we uh, we got to put effort into stuff. We want people to watch it. But, but if you uh, say it's Masterclass, you go, oh, Masterclass, and oh, that's exactly what I need. You're like, oh, it's a piss stick. Yeah, well, you see, it's Masterclass and talking shit on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the yeah. ad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, do check it out. High time on YouTube. It's myself and a good friend of mine, Ulton, who uh, a good friend of ours. Who, uh, no, he's not a friend of mine. He's not, no, you don't like him. No, but, he's um, a dick. He's God, massive dick with googly eyes on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's never going to hear this. Oh, I know. Um, but that's it. And... Uh, we're going to have to grow Patreon now. What we're doing for Patreon is top five predictions for the future. Yeah. And that's only for people on Patreon who, who donate um, money. <laughs> the end. The, the, <laughs> the end. See you next week. Bye.